Okay, now I'm more of the Pope on film. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Three, bunny. Act three. Act three. Yes, Bunny, my friend, it is time once again for all of us here on the Pope on Film podcast to casually saunter our way into the third and final act of the show. And it is said third act wherein we finally and eventually get around to discussing our all new extra strength, low fat, non-GMO, whole 30 approved, gluten free, caffeine free and now with 100 percent real fruit juice movie of the week. And this week, we discuss one of the most surprising action stars this side of Liam Neeson's with the 2021 film, Nobody. Yes. Now, I really like this film, and there's a lot to say about it. There's a lot to talk about with uh, um, Mr. Show, Breaking Bad, John Wick, the director who made something, uh, possible sequels, the RZA. There's a lot here, but before we get to any of that, uh, you mentioned to me, Bunny. Yes. You uh, messaged me that uh, uh, Michael Ironside is in this film. Yes, And I'm really happy that he's still out there and kicking so that new generations, new generations of filmgoers can now have the joy and pleasure of watching a film and going, hey, it's that guy. Yes. I'm so happy that now a younger generation will be able to experience, oh, who, who's that? What the fuck? Something? Who? So I'm really proud of that, Michael. And, Iron, you know, all, all I was, all, you know, like I, I, first off, my my hats off to you, Michael Ironside. You know, you have had a long, distinguished career. I support your brave decision to go full uh, grandpa. Yeah, uh, hold on a second, buddy. Michael Ironside is in this. I know him from a million movies like V, the miniseries, and uh, Total Recall, and uh, a, a, a Turbo Kid. But you know him as the guy who came to the defense in the Law and Order episode of Community. Remember the Law and Order parody, and they're going to convict him, but suddenly his like uncle shows up. Oh, the one that was in the war. Yeah, and oh, suddenly he's what? there, and it's like he's like a he's like a he's like a lawyer, and yeah, he's in this week's movie. Nobody, and That's it's like yeah, weird. yeah, he's been in a bajillion things, but just he was in a really great episode of Community, and I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to tell Bunny. Knows who Michael Ironside is, and and having seen him for this, I am totally pushing for a Michael Ironside Santa Claus movie. <laughs> Seeing him now, he would make an awesome fucking Santa Claus. He would, you know. But I was just making a very simple point that give him a couple of more years. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to take Michael Ironside. Yeah. So that got me thinking. What celebrities do I think I could take? So I quickly threw together a list. And I had Bunny throw together a list at the last second. Yes. But it was a lot of fun. I, don't, I think I have 15, so I don't have as many as you, Bunny. But I uh, I put a lot of thought into my list. I would like to go first, and then you can go with your 300 celebrities. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, maybe uh, let me remove the ones, because we've got to have some in common. 
Let me remove the ones from my list that you read off of your list. Okay, okay, okay. So here's my list of celebrities that I think I can take in a in a fight. Number one, of course, top of the list, Betty White. Betty White, without a doubt, she's like 300 years old. She's wow. an American treasure. He is fragile. And the way I figure it, the way I figure it, the majority of these celebrities, all I have to do is an RKO from out of nowhere. Yes. And I just see Betty White at the supermarket and I'm like, oh, wow, Betty White. And just run past her. But at the last second, grab the neck, grab the head and just RKO, RKO from out of nowhere. I could take down Betty White. <laughs> number one number two billy joel he's a mess billy joel okay at any second he's gonna be drunk out of his mind yes so i could definitely take him number three i'm sorry to have to say this tim curry okay in a wheelchair yeah. now limited mobility uh means maximum attempts you know yes number four this one was uh this one my wife told me uh didn't think about this one barbara walters yes i could take her at any moment she's probably wearing heels just kick the heel you take down the barbara yes yes you do uh so here's some more uh rick allen Rick Allen. Yes, I wanted to say his name first instead of calling him by the way that everyone knows him, the drummer from Def Leppard. Because hear me out, I think I've got a, I think I've gotten an arm up on him. Whoa! Both literally okay. and figuratively, I have an arm up on the drummer from Def Leppard. Yes. Because he has only one arm. For our yes. younger listeners, the drummer from Def Leppard only has one arm. So um, here's a crazy idea. Here's a crazy one. JFK Jr. Uh, he's already died before. I'll make him yes. die again. It'll be easy. Mm. He's already died. But what has he been doing since he faked his death? He's been hiding in a bunker trying to defeat the evil leftists. He's not getting sun. Yes. Not getting sunlight, not going out and getting, uh, you know, working out and, and uh, seeing nature, not getting vitamin C, he's, vitamin D. He, he's weak from, yes. being hi from hiding in his bunker trying to take down the evil cabal of uh, satanic leftists. So I think it'll be pretty easy to kill JFK Jr. again. Yes. Uh, Angela Lansbury, still alive. I could take her. Yes. I think, I, I don't think I could take her with an RKO. I'm thinking a spear. Just one good Goldberg, and I can take down An Angela Lansbury. I, I, I find it amazing. First love, excellent choices. Excellent choices. And you've gone through a lot of them already, and you haven't binged one on my list. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's another one. The Queen. Yes. I could take that bitch down. Yes. Easy. You just got to get past security. And then once you get to her, oh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yes. Take down the. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Yes. I could take Ozzy. Right now, I could take Ozzy. Yes. Like not eating a bat, Ozzy, but now no problem. I could probably share it down too. She's too busy. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I binged. I Microsoft binged um, old tiny celebrities who are still alive. So. Goodness gracious. Uh, a kid fell. Uh, Robert Blake is still alive. Is he? I can take him. Yes. 
Eleanor tripped and fell. And I'm here. Eleanor fell. Maxwell has one of her shoes. Good, good, good. Here's another one. Uh, Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. Okay. I can tell you. The funny thing is, is that I read this list to Natasha and I asked her for any other celebrities that I could take. And she said, what about that guy? He was the hologram yeah. on Quantum Leap. And I'm like, oh, bitch, that's Dean Stockwell. I got him on the list already. How crazy is that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Liza Minnelli. Okay. Here's a celebrity that I wrote, but then I crossed it off because I'm not 100% sure, but the Dean from Community. There's a 50-50 chance I could take him. I think he is so small that, like, he'll crawl you. Yeah. You know? He'll crawl you like a spider monkey. Yes. Is what I'm thinking. So I don't know if I can take the Dean, but that's a maybe. News anchor Chris Wallace. Okay. Problem. And now here's the last here's the last two are a bit weird, but um Tim Robbins. Now, I think he could easily overpower me, but here's the thing. He's 6-5. Yeah. That's a top-heavy motherfucker. You start kicking at the shins and there's a good chance you're you're chopping that tree down. Yeah. Same thing with actor Brad Garrett. He's six eight. He could actor Brad Garrett could basically be the long lost brother of the Undertaker. Yeah. So you just grab that head and you're you're tearing that sucker down. Yes. So that is my list of celebrities. One thing for sure, I could not take Michael Ironside at the moment. Yes, he is older and bigger and slower, but he looks like he has drunk energy. Yeah, yeah, but I do. I I still can't believe that that not a single person on your list is on my list. Well, I got a weird list. I know I've got at least over 30. Okay, I have a weird list, but okay, <coughs> let's go for your list. Uh, Bunny, who are the celebrities that you can take in a fight? So I topped it off with Michael Ironside because as I've been thinking of it, I've seen a lot of Michael Ironside movies, so I think I know his strategy, okay? Mm-hmm. So I also thought maybe I would have to wait a couple of years, but you know. I think I got them figured out. The next yeah. one, really, I, w- w- what I'd like you to do is like think for yourself as I as I name these, and tell me whether you agree or disagree that you too could beat them up. Okay. 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 So now this next one I think is really pretty easy. Emo Phillips. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. One hundred percent. I can take Emo Phillips, yes. Ed Norton. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no? No. Hell no. He can't fight it. That's just his genius acting. I'm just thinking of him in uh, The Incredible Hulk, and he's, like, shirtless, and he's a little bit buff, and I know that was a while ago, but, like, I don't know. He seems like the type of person that would bulk up for a role, making it difficult. Yeah. Uh, Steve Gutenberg. Probably. Yeah, probably. That okay. one might be tough. This but I one, think I can probably take him. This one might be a bit controversial, but I'm pretty sure I could take out Johnny Depp. Ooh. Calling you out, Johnny. I'm calling you out. <laughs> All depends on how much coke he has had that day. You know? Yeah. He seems like he has definite coke energy. Yeah. So I don't know. But okay, uh, keep going. Sean Aston. 
Probably. Um, I'm Probably. pretty sure I could take Sean Astin out. Yeah. Britney Spears. Now, I think she's going to give me a problem. Yeah. But she can only weigh 90 pounds. But you know she's going to claw like a cat. I think I might be able to take her, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Because she 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 seems to be very uh, energetic on stage. Yeah. So I'm better at cardio than me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. And and again, a small disclaimer: this has absolutely no reflection on how I actually feel about any particular celebrity. Uh, so Bernie Sanders. Okay. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Um. Chevy Chase and Chevy Chase and his motherfucking prime pussy. I don't know. I feel he is very tall. But then again, he's also a cocky son of a bitch, and that will lead to his downfall, like yeah. the torch in the hair. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah. Uh, Steve Carell. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Fuck. Adam, I'm calling you out, too. I don't think I could take Adam Sandler. Okay, how about how about this one? And then suddenly he does like his oh yippee doo, and then I'm laughing so much, and that's the leg. Okay, how about Woody Allen? Oh fuck yeah! (laughs) I'll gladly do that. I'll 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 fuck me up some Woody Allen. Without a doubt. Uh, this this one also. Michael Sarah. Dude, he's Scott Pilgrim, though. Yeah. Dude. Well, again, I'm not saying I want to beat up Michael Sarah. You're just saying you could. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if I could. Lucas Haas. Oh, shit. I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> a long time, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Adam West. He's dead. Well, you didn't specify. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. If he's dead, hands down, I win. <laughs> if he's dead, that's, that's the easiest match. That's the easiest matchup of the night. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. Yes. Here's one. Here's one to see if I can get your agreement on. The great famed director... Alan Smithy. I bet you Alan Smithy doesn't even show up to the fight. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Alan Smithy fight. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Here's another one I'd like to add. Roman Polanski. Oh, nice. Yes. Taking that son of a bitch down. Yes. Him and Woody Allen can do a two-on-one match, and, and I will rage. I will rage <laughs> that whole fight. One of my favorites, Marjo Gortner. Okay. Uh, Christopher Guest. Ooh, Corky. Yeah. I can probably take down Corky. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually started just scrolling through my movies. <laughs> Good idea. To see who I could who I who I thought I could take. Uh, Elliot yeah. Gould. Oh fuck yeah, Elliot Gould. Yeah. Fuck it. Even the devil and Max Devlin Elliot Gould, I think I could take. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
What do you Rupert? think about Brooks? What? What about Albert Brooks? I don't have Albert Brooks, but he's a really great choice and right in that same category, too. Yeah. I think he might be schlubby enough to take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rupert Grint. Yeah, you think you could take uh, Ron Weasley down? Yeah. I think I, I think I can knock the shit out of Cheetah Chrome. <laughs> well... I mean, I don't know if I could take down Rupert Grint because he would be so violent on account of the fact that he's a ginger and has no soul. He has nothing to lose. Yeah. So he would just be a flurry of just angry Irish punches. I don't know if I could take him, but maybe... Yeah, yeah, I can slap him around like the redheaded stepchild he is. Right. I also think I could take out Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I don't know. I feel like I feel like with his uh, weird, crazy creepo energy, he could really uh, float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Yeah. But I don't think his punches would be that hard. <laughs> yes. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is no reflection on how I feel about the celebrity, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I might be able to take him. Yeah. Maybe. The best part about fighting John C. Riley is that even if you kick his ass afterwards, he'd probably like have a beer with you. <laughs> yes. This is you true. Know. This is true. He's like, man, that that left uppercut here. Have a have a molesome. Adrian Brody. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah! One shot on that nose, man. He's going the fuck down. Absolutely, one hundred percent. He'll he'll feel that in his in his next three incarnations, you know. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams. You don't think I could take Robin Williams? No. Genie disagrees. Just shave him. <laughs> yeah, and then he loses like his all of his power. Yeah. Okay. Try this one. I think I could take out Ben Stiller. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I can see that. How about Clint Howard? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) And Ron. You know? Yeah. Both of them. And and this one I think you're going to find controversial. But back in the day, for both he and I, Scotty too hotty. Man, Scotty I'll break too- your spine while you're doing the worm. Man. I don't know. He seemed like he was on something. So. M- maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Second to last. Okay. Susan Lucci. Ooh, that's a good one. Again, just like uh just like Barbara Walters, just kick out the heels. Yeah, exactly. I do not think I could take down Bette Midler. I do not think I could take down Bette Midler. I think that she is just full of anger at being Bette Midler. Yeah. And just is ready at any moment to just unleash Midlerian hell. Uh, to, what's her name? The the her co-star in Big Business, Tomlin. Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Now I think I could take yeah Grace and Frankie. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I could take down Grace. I could take down Frankie, but if they were together, I couldn't beat the combined efforts of Grace and Frankie. 
He was also uh, alternate universe uh, Doctor Octopus and Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes, that was a good one, Lily Tomlin, the Incredible Shrinking Woman, and the last one, the last one on my list, probably the most controversial choice. I really think. I can beat up the Breakfast Club. All of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. That, that library forms kind of a pit, you know. And I'll just be in the center, dressed like dressed like Conan, you know, with the with the gloves and like, come at me, Anthony Michael Hall. I. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, and the teacher. And the janitor. Oh, and the teacher. And the teacher. And Anthony Michael Ooh. Hall's mom. The whole cast. The breakfast club. Whole- you mess with the bull, young man. You get the horns. Uh... Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Uh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I feel like Molly Ringwald would help you. I am, I am, I am so picturing like, like that library, and then people start bringing in tiki torches, and and you start slowly darkening the scene and making it a little more red and up on the library railing, the heavy oak with the steel rods going up to the next layer of books, just like a, just like a giant golden tiki. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And one by one, Battle the Breakfast Club to the death. And you could whip a bunch of books at them? Yeah. There would have to be a lot of drum sounds. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's the that's the best answer. That one right there. Yeah. That's a good one. You're thinking you're thinking fourth dimensional. That's a good one. <laughs> good list. You have a really good list. I'm impressed with your list. Thank you. I think it was better than mine. Okay, nobody! <laughs> what? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody star Bob Odenkirk is almost 60 years old. Paula Dean. Good one. We could take that bitch down. Don't yeah. Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah, but not Martha Stewart, because then Snoop Dogg will fucking hunt you down. Yeah. Murder was the case that they gave me. Prison. Yeah. I mean, maybe uh, Ina Garden. I don't know about her. I don't know about Ina Garden. Garden. Yeah. You think you could take Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. I don't have enough experience. I just know what he looks like. I've never actually seen Guy Fieri do anything. I don't know because I think he eats so much. Yeah, but he also then he might be slower. He has that like I look overweight, but I'm not really unhealthy look. Like a Dan, like a, like an Aaron Hansen. Yeah, like he may look overweight and he eats all the stuff on camera, but he probably eats healthier off camera because he yeah. has to eat all that stuff. You Motherfucker know? probably has a trainer. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. We're we're not gonna mess with Flavor Town. Trouble, <laughs> huh? Bam. Emerald Lagasse. There you go. Thank you. Emerald. Well, I don't, as soon seems- as as soon as Guy Fieri is done doing a show or an appearance, then they immediately put him back into cryogenic freeze. Where they rinse his blood and you know accelerate his cells so it all burns you know accelerate his metabolism. Sorry, to a dangerously high degrees unless you happen to be at absolute zero to to 
burn off all the calories that he's been eating in the day and then just jabbing him with electroshocks and into all of his major muscle groups so that he stays buff. Well, he had, there's a really great cryostasis laboratory in Flavortown. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, that's, see, that's the thing. Like, everybody laughs at how excited he gets going to Flavortown, but God damn it, man, compared to the cryo freeze, of course you want to go to Flavortown. Yeah. Okay, but also, they probably have a good one on the Food Network. That uh, Alton Brown just helps him out. You know, yeah. I'm like, go ahead and step in there, buddy. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I think I pretty much had it there. Yeah. yeah. So Bob Odenkirk is almost 60 years old, and I'm getting older, unfortunately. And my new. So, so now after watching the movie Nobody, uh, I have a new aging hero. Yeah. And that is Bob Odenkirk. Before now, my aging hero was Rob Lowe, because Rob Lowe in his 50s is infinitely more attractive than Rob Lowe in his 20s. Yeah. So, so Rob Lowe uh, has been my aging hero up until now because Jesus fucking Christ, it's Mr. Show. And I really didn't exactly know what to expect out of this movie. You see, like, that's the thing. Like, I know the name Bob Odenkirk. But, like, until Better Call Saul, I don't think I've ever actually seen who the fuck he was. It was really Mr. Show with Bob and David for the longest time. Yeah. First time I ran across David Cross was uh, in Scary Movie. Scary movie, Jesus Christ. Me too. God damn. But no, the first time I ran into uh, Bob Odenkirk was uh, we have the technology, our children are our future. We can, should, and will blow up the moon. God, I love Mr. Show. But but notice that I'm not calling him Breaking Bad's Bob Odenkirk or better yeah. call Saul himself because I never watched oh, either shit. of those That's shows. Where she was in that home. Yeah. Um, oh. See, I never watched that, so he'll always be Mr. Show. Like, I, I, ha- I was interested in watching Breaking Bad when it first came out, but the hype was just too strong. So, like, like too many people gushing over it. If like one or two people said, oh, you haven't watched Breaking Bad? Oh, you should watch Breaking Bad. Then maybe I'd go see it. But after a million people ask you that, then that's when I tap out and it's like, I don't care if Game of Thrones is popular. I'm just, I'm not watching right now. And that's the same thing for Breaking Bad. And then I wanted to watch Better Call Saul because I'm a huge Bob Odenkirk fan, but it's like, I don't know if I can watch this show if I haven't watched Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, yeah, so... But Bob Odenkirk, man. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I, I, was, I was really surprised because I don't know what it is. I do not like John Wick. You don't like John Wick? I loved the first movie, but the second and third ones just I I do not care for. But I thought the first film was really good. I haven't been able to get through one. And and if anything proves that I I am just not connecting with this movie, I tried watching it again directly after watching Nobody and it's like this is just not you know but nobody just really connected, and I really enjoyed it. Well, I, part of the reason why is I think in a lot of ways, John Wick and nobody are uh, similar. Yeah. But John Wick seems more like an unstoppable, an unstoppable action hero, whereas nobody is just is more human. This yeah. is someone who gets hurt. And, you know, the, it's a build. Yes. It's more of a, he's more human at the beginning. 
of nobody is more human in the beginning of his film than John Wick is in the beginning of his film. Yeah. 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 Fun fact. And, then, and they did oh, wow. and they did well, first off just the plot was fairly simple, you know, a couple of ideas and different tropes cobbled together. And we'll take this guy and walk him through it, you know. Yeah. That's the plot of the movie. You know, it's like it's like part history of violence. You know. Uh Yeah. Part anything else, part you know, like Russian mob is a popular trope, you know. So as far as the plot itself goes, and let's kind of like call it more like the backdrop of the movie. Yeah. Hit us with that plot, bunny. It's fairly formula, you know? Yeah. Innocent guy gets tangled up in, in with the Russian mob and they've pushed them too far. Is yeah. roughly that narrative and history of violence, you know, that's that's a guy who's living his ordinary life, and you think that's it, but it turns out that he has a past that nobody is aware of. I thought this, you know, but even with that, you know, so like that is a good setup for a really bad fucking movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But this movie did so many other things right that just who cares? You know, yeah. like like we if we wanted to look, we could probably find like a lot of plot holes. I don't care. It was a completely enjoyable movie. You know? Yeah. Just fun. They took tired ideas and outdid them with style and performance and music, you know? Yeah, the music was great. That's not something I can... Yeah, that's not something you can say about John Wick. Like, I don't know what the fuck... When Snake Hips... When Snake Hips first showed up, and they're playing that music and you're just watching them bop down the street, I'm like, oh my fucking God, this is perfect. This fits and is really telling me something about this character. And then he walks into the club. I was like, of course that's where he was going. Yeah. He with that music, yeah, exactly. With that music, th- there is no place else he could have gone. Yeah. You know? So it was yeah. like just fucking genius use of music. Yeah, the music is fucking great. And it, it was also very interesting how it was a mix of live performers and covers. Yeah. And I thought that the covers fit what was going on better. Yeah, I was freaked out to hear a song from The Man of La Mancha. (laughs) Yes, yes. Damn, Damn, Don Quixote all up in here. All right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, Oh, and the performance. And just the whole badassery of it yeah christopher fucking lloyd man damn right christopher lloyd with a shotgun at his age like fucking good for you just the look on his face man he was just having the time of his life yeah Oh, okay. So nobody. It's been out for a month. For the first three weeks, it was exclusively in theaters, and they advertised it like that, like proudly, only in theaters and stuff like that. The film cost sixteen million dollars to make, and so far, it has made roughly thirty-seven million dollars in theaters during a pandemic, and that's not including whatever money they made in video on demand and rentals and whatnot. So this is a hit already. This is a hit. 
And as a rather uh, put down upon father of five, uh, this film spoke to me. Yeah. Nice to see a, a, a husband and father action film. Yes. You know, like that's impressive. It spoke to me on a deeply personal level because I had seen the preview and I saw that there was a robbery and he didn't stop them. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, shit, I was in a robbery in 2010. Will this trigger me? I've had a gun pointed to my face during robbery. Should I? uh, Maybe this is going to be worrisome to me because when the robbery happened, and uh, when I was I was at the robbery at the bookstore, and they I, I had a gun pointed to my face. There was a part of me that was like, should I take this guy down? Should I take him down? No, give him what he wants. Okay, let's go to the register, and I can take him down right now. Should I yeah. take him down? Maybe I should take him down. And and for the longest time, years after the robbery took place, that was a voice in my head. Yeah. Of like, you could have stopped him. You could have taken him down. So um, I was worried to see this film, but I was surprised to see how cathartic of an experience it ended up being for me. Yeah. Like it was just, oh, I loved this movie so much. I felt that, that, that yeah, there was, a, there was a mirror element to it. This is a more believable John Wick in the suburbs if John Wick had one of those Joe versus the volcano jobs. Yes. Like you could smell the cheap coffee being made. Yes. Harry, in that job. And it makes sense because the people who wrote John Wick also wrote Nobody. Yeah. Much better Uh, character. Yeah, much better character. And fun fact, this movie was directed by Ilya Nyshuler, a Russian who directed, and I hadn't thought of this movie in forever, the 2015 POV action film Hardcore Henry, which I wanted to see at the time but never bothered to actually go see. Do you remember that movie? No. It was was all shot from the point of view of the lead character. So it's an action film, but you are running on top of the building, and you are jumping from the helicopter, and you are being shot at, and you are being romanced by the nude woman. And it was all like... Sounds like playing Doom. (laughs) All this like frantic... It was a first-person action movie. Yeah. And apparently it cost only $2 million to make, but it made about $17 million. So goddamn. That was successful. In in fact, apparently there's now talks about possibly having a crossover film featuring John Wick and uh, nobody. Uh, Both films are owned by different studios, but the writer and director of Nobody and the writer director of John Wick would like to see both companies come to a Marvel Sony like agreement and do a uh, crossover film featuring the both of them. So here's my pitch. The FBI discovers an energy source in the hollow earth. And the only one that can lead them there is Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Meanwhile, John Wick is attacking randomly and no one will, knows why. Well, it's because a team of scientists have been building Mechawick. Yes. <laughs> Soon these two action movie titans collide. Odenkirk versus Wick. Yes. That's my pitch. I, I like it. I like it. Thank you. And I love how this was it, at first all about a kitty cat bracelet that eventually you learn the daughter just misplaced the bracelet all along. So maybe so I would like to see a John Wick movie where it's the entire same movie as the first John Wick film, except at the end, the dog just comes waltzing back. Yeah. 
Woof, woof. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't been here for a while. I just went for a walk and I got lost in the woods. Hey, so uh, did I miss anything? Hey, why are all these bodies on the floor? And no matter who it is, either Bob Odenkirk or Keanu Reeves, that means that the movie has to end with them looking directly into the camera with the sound roll credits. You gotta have my gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this ad has been brought to you by the gun council. Guns. I gotta have my guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I love this movie. There's some great action sequences. The bus. Yeah. How do you film and choreograph an intense fight scene on a small-ass bus? That's yeah. impressive shit. You know? And just the entire end sequence with uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd and rapper The Rizza and Bob Odenkirk just kicking ass. That's one of those scenes where if I was at the movies watching this, it would be nonstop popcorn eating. Yeah. That end sequence is so intense that I can see myself in the theater just going just intensely just scarfing down all of the popcorn. And also, as a brown man, I appreciate the fact that here is uh, Bob Odenkirk, here is his brother, rapper the RZA, and we're not going to explain it to you because it's fucking 2021. Yeah. And we are well past the time where every movie has to explain, oh, Chang, well, he's my stepbrother. And it's like, no, you don't have to explain why two family members are different races anymore in every movie. So I appreciate the fact that here's Bob Odenkirk, his dad, uh, Marty McFly, uh, uh, Doc Brown, and his brother, a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. And I'm <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> that's such a Hollywood, like, okay, see, now you have him playing his brother, and that's fine, but we have to make sure that uh, uh, we put a line in there that uh, they aren't real brothers, but that they met at an orphanage. Yes. Or that they're stepbrothers. We need to make sure that the audience knows the racial characteristics of these fake people in a movie. Like, fuck you, Hollywood. That always yeah. pisses me off. But anyway, this is a fun movie. Yes, it is. This is fun, and I liked it, and it was a new movie, and it was a lot of fun, and that's what I'm And he was to just do. so surprisingly badass. Yeah. It's John Wick. John Wick and nobody is the difference between Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. I Jackie Chan wrote an autobiography forever ago, and I remember reading it. And he wanted to do kung fu movies, and he specifically had the idea of of people are going to say if we're going to make kung fu action films martial arts films people are going to compare us to bruce lee well what if we make it more realistic what if we have a guy punch a wall and then instead of screaming he screams ow because i hurt myself punching through a wall yeah What if instead of I'm Bruce Lee and I'm screaming while I'm fighting people because this is so intense, I'm screaming because I'm getting hurt. Yes. And so... And he got hurt a lot. He got hurt a fucking lot. Yeah. But it was more of a... The fights were very reminiscent of Daredevil in how they were shot and they're just physical intensity yeah but this was oh i got the glow i got i got my shimmer back i got my shimmer back bunny yay i, got my shimmer. I, got I now my sh- pronounce your soul officially douched 
Oh man, this and the thing I like about the movie Nobody is that it's a real tit flapper. So we are on our way to our 300th episode, and I'm trying to just, I just want fun times and and just fun, because I got some real shitty movies, like down the pipe. I've got some absolute shit, but for now, I just want just dumb fun that'll make for a fun episode, and that leads us to next week. Okay. I don't think you've seen this film before, but if you haven't, buckle up, because this is going to be fun. Next week on the podcast, we will be discussing the 1987 action film Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Just wait till you see the skateboard assassin. Uh, all the deadly snake. Oh, so many Playboy models. Uh, a lot of bazookas. Uh, it's going to be an intense thrill ride. Okay. Hard ticket to Hawaii. It's on our shared cough cough. Uh, and that's going to be next week. Also, next week, we're going to be talking about some of the most famous gender reveals in history. Okay. Sounds fun. So that's going to be next week. But now that I'm looking back at this week, um, the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, Eric Clapton. Yes. Um, Le Petto Man. And nobody. This week's film. Really great movie. Really fun. great movie. Yes. Fun film. Absolutely wonderful film. I got to say, I think this has been a pretty good episode. This has been a damn good episode. Okay, I feel the same way. I just didn't want to step on your toes because that's like one of that's your thing, and it's it's not it's not mine to say whether a film is a damn good episode. But yes, I I concur with your assessment, good sir. So until next week, I am Bunny Williams. And I am Reverend Steve, and on behalf of Eleanor and Maxwell and Bella and Natasha and everybody else (laughs) in this show, I just want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week, you godless heathens! And cookie with spikes on it, and a cookie, and (laughs) douche waffles and a cookie (laughs) touch. It's just my spot. And you Danny Doritos. Nice. Do 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 Cut and print. And put it on a cookie. Cut and print.